We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan. It's time for our weekly conversation with our guy, Mr. Barstool Nate. Nate will join us via the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. All right, let's go to our boy Nate Dog. Eric, what's up, buddy? Hello, how are you? Happy January 17th. What's going on? (laughs) Uh, big Caps win yesterday. You see yeah, that? Huge. Yep. Came, Caps are awesome. Down 3-0. Yep. That team's a wagon. It's fun to watch Backstrom and Wilson and Ovi and all the boys just playing great hockey once again. 24-16-6, climbing the standings against all odds. It's great to see. Um, what about this weekend's football matches? I wanted to, I want to ask this. There's a few things football-wise I want to talk about. I want to talk yeah. about... Wild card weekend. I want to talk about Commanders offense coordinator and I want to talk about Commanders quarterback. Uh let's Those st- are three huge topics that I would love to talk to you boys about. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Um Wild card weekend, you are in a perhaps one of the loudest proudest Commanders fans on this here planet. Yes. What was tougher for you to watch? The Cowboys kicking the Bucks ass or <laughs> The Giants going to Minnesota and beating the Vikings. Good question, JP. You are great at your job. Uh, I, I'll start by saying this. Usually we have some duds in the wild card round especially. I love this. I thought every single game had a story, and I thought every game, even the Niners-Seahawks game, at least it had Purdy, at least it had a story, Shanahan, etc. cetera. I, I loved this weekend of football. I thought it was maybe one of the best just pure wild card rounds that we've seen ever. I, I thought every game, I thought the Giants game was kind of whatever, but at least it kept, they kept it close. Um, th- which game hurt more? I, the, the Bucks were bad all season, so I fully expected the Cowboys to go in and win. I didn't know they were going to destroy them like that because Brady is still Brady, but he played terrible. Um, Dak got his swagger back, which – that's what hurt the most is like, oh, yeah, this team is a problem. That Cowboys team is a situation. And I know besides a Washington Super Bowl win, like we love watching the Cowboys pain and suffer and, you know, just, just getting killed out of the playoffs year after year after year for the last 25 years. Um, 
So that, that hurt way more than seeing the Giants go into Minnesota. Who cares about Kirk Cousins in Minnesota? That's, that's nothing. Dak beating Tom Brady in Tampa and just dominating both sides of the ball, that, that really, really brought pain to me because I, I know I can speak for everybody listening. We do not want to see the Cowboys in the Super Bowl whatsoever. That would be just the most painful two weeks. Even if they lose, just them being there, that that would sting. I, I do not want that. I, I don't think we want to see the Cowboys, but I think for me watching the Giants, and I know all year we all tried to dis, you know, basically totally. say the Giants were not what they not. Oh, they're not that good. They're not this. Mm-hmm. They're not that. And I'm watching right before our eyes. I'm watching a quarterback who everybody thought was done start to perform at a level that we would love to see any one of ours perform at. So I so threw that, Daniel that, Jones that, that in the troubles trash. me more than anything. I, I've thrown him in the trash so many times. So I, I, I'm coping a little bit, and this is how I'm doing it. They have to sign him to a huge contract now, and all we can hope is that they give him the bag and then he regresses and he never becomes the guy. We have to hope that he's a Matt Ryan type, a Joe Flacco type without the Super Bowl, that they had to pay him but he's never going to be that elite-level quarterback. And that's how I'm coping, is we know they have to pay him, you know, whatever, $30, $40 million a year now. And he's still Daniel Jones, you know? Like, I'm still holding on to that. I'm still just reaching for that, that hopefully he just cannot get to the level of a Super Bowl perennial playoff, you know, quarterback who doesn't have silly turnovers and all of that. That That's where I'm putting every single – just, just ounce of my energy is the hoping. But, hey, you gotta look at the but fact here's that my he passed for three twenty-five. He rushed for over I, seventy. Hey, hey, I, no I other quarterback I, ever did that. And the I man the is numbers. looking better these days, man. So instead of instead numbers, of hating on them, play. how about we start putting the pressure on our own squad to at least get a day in Jones and build him? That's the toughest part for me. Is listen, man. The Cowboys have flamed out in the playoffs, but they've been pretty good for a while. They've mm-hmm. identified Dak. They've got good weapons. Micah Parsons is a serious problem. I don't know that you're ever going to win a Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy. I guess he did it in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. But, like, we know the Cowboys are good. The Giants last season went 4-13. and And if you remember, Jake Fromm, in a Week 18 loss to the Washington football team, Joe Judge called back-to-back QB sneaks from inside their own 15 because he just wanted to get the game over with. Like, they were at rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And in one year, with a new GM, new head coach, they're able to build an offense that suits their young quarterback and go from four and thirteen to nine seven and one, and win a road playoff game. Dude, I hate the Cowboys <laughs> with every ounce of my being. But that watching the Giants flip this thing upside down that fast, and dude, what do we always talk about? Be you win games in the trenches. Dexter Lawrence might have won that damn game in Minnesota. By himself, yeah. At, like, so let me let me push the back part a little for bit. Me, Nate, let me... Is I think Washington has more talent than New York, and New York is now in the divisional round of the playoffs, and Washington didn't even make it. So let me push back on that a little bit. I think the Giants are very, very, very well coached, and Daniel Jones is obviously the leading beneficiary of that. He still only threw for thirty two hundred yards and only fifteen touchdowns. Like that is not. You know, yeah, but Mahomes, I'm not Josh making this Allen. out. I'm not making this about Daniel Jones, and maybe they will overpay him, and that becomes a problem. Like right now, watching the Giants go on the road and win a playoff game when I think the Commanders are better than them it, it is harder for me to deal with. 
so I, I get what you're saying. I see both sides. I'm just still they, – they, Daniel Jones is such the bell of the ball right now with every Giants fan that they're throwing out you know, everything bad that he's done. Maybe he's developing, you know, taking leaps and bounds right in front of our eyes. I think his, his, he's, he doesn't throw for a ton of yards, which is bad in the NFL. And he doesn't throw for a ton of touchdowns, which is bad in the NFL. He has a great system and a great coaching staff around him. And Saquon's I, a I'm not overly, overly concerned with him or the Giants at this exact moment because, as I said, I'm still just holding out every hope in the world that it's more coaching than Daniel Jones and they're going to pay him and they're going to just regret that huge contract eventually. I just I need to hold on to something with them, and yeah. that's what I'm but holding you on to. You have to realize, though, you got to realize that if, it, if it's coaching and you have a guy with talent, and he's getting better because of the coaching. That means he's yep. going to get better than what he is now. Yeah, but I'm we grasping. we are. I, 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 I think, admit that I'm grasping. Yeah, but what he's done already, <laughs> we don't have playoff. We don't have people that's doing that at our quarterback position. I think instead of hating on him, we need to put the pressure here to make sure they get it right here. Well, yeah, we've done that for the last three decades, and nothing's come from it. It, it. We saw it this year. It didn't matter if we had Carson Wentz or Heineke playing quarterback. They're running the same bad system regardless who was there. We don't have the coach in here. We've never had the coach in here. And when we have had the coach in here, we just let them go to San Francisco or to Green Bay or to anywhere else. So, yeah, we have a huge problem here at home. But how many more times in years and days and months can we talk about how terrible the organization is in Washington till we get a new owner? We know nothing's going to change. We can toss out Scott Turner and bring in a new guy. The new guy is still working under Ron Rivera, who's working under Dan Snyder for the time being. So nothing has ever really changed in Washington. So we just have to moan and, and complain about other places. <laughs> just and hope DJ doesn't become, I don't know, man. He looked yeah. pretty good the other day. Uh, talking with our friend Barstool Nate. Here on the BetQL guest line. You and, get- and, and one more thing about that. This all comes on the heels of me uh, just going – everything about Philadelphia, they've completely rebuilt perfectly, and they found their quarterback and everything. Nobody wanted them to fail more than I did, and they just succeeded so perfectly right in my face, my dumb, stupid face. So now I've just <laughs> moved that energy over to the Giants. Like, all right, well, the Eagles did it. I was wrong about that. So now I'm just doing it with the Giants, and then we're just going to do it again with the next team. I love love your unapologetic fandom, and things are so bad, we're just going to hate on everybody else. I'm sincere. I I, I love that about you. It's all you can do, man. You want to get more depressed? Beyond just the fact that three out of four NFC East teams are in the divisional round, think about this. Within five years, maybe it's six, within – Five or six years, the Eagles, with different quarterbacks and different head coaches, have qualified for the one seed in the NFC yeah. playoffs. They they plucked Jalen Hurts out of the draft and draft. I go, oh, Think well, about he can't that. play downfield. He, he we're, can't do this. He can't we, do that. We grasp in DC grasps for a wild card spot or a junk NFC yeah. East title when everybody stinks. Yeah, yeah, and meanwhile. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is just taking Mr. Mister Relevant, turning him to John Elway. Like, Dallas. <laughs> Daniel Jones is now Joe Montana. Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense. We, we've we gone. I think Purdy's more Montana and DJ's more Elway if we're getting technical. But I, I, if you want to play the semantics game, fine. The point is, <laughs> every other team can figure it out. 
Doug Peterson wins a Super Bowl in Philly. Now he's going to go do the same down in Jacksonville. He's going to develop Trevor Lawrence into, you know, the best quarterback of all time. And we're just sitting here talking about our owner, who's now a U.K. citizen. Like, nothing (laughs) makes sense at all. Um, Talking with our friend Barstool Nate here. Uh, you know what's funny, Nate Dog, is when you first got on, you sounded like perhaps a little sick, a little down, a little tired. But you're you're ready to rock right now, dude. Um, I'm always ready to rock with you guys. You because you know the three of us get on the phone every Tuesday and we just lay it out exactly how it is. We 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 don't mince words. Ron Rivera is still the coach of this team, and what does that mean? That we haven't really done what we need to do in the offseason. Let's talk about that. We so, got rid of Scott Turner. Fine. But guess who we're, we're interviewing? Every single old guy who's been passed around the league 500 times because Ron Rivera has stakes with them at the Combine in Indianapolis. We're not bringing in some up-and-coming guy who understands how the NFL works. No, we're going to get another retread who doesn't understand the NFL, and then we're just going to go on and on and on and on. So I wanted to ask you this. Um, there are right now six offensive coordinator openings, and some – Six is kind of hard to say because there's some head coaching openings too, so ideally they could need an OC. But there are six situations where the head coach is installed and they need an OC, okay? Yep. Chargers, Commanders, Titans, Rams, Jets, Patriots. Mm -hmm. The Chargers are obviously the top dog on this list. Um, You got got Herbert. You've got a defensive head coach. You get to be the play caller. Um, I... I would argue the Rams are second just because you should have Stafford back. You should have Cooper Cup back. They have a ton of talent out there. But Sean's going to be the play caller. I think you can make a case that the commanders are third on this list of appealing. Well, my case would be the wideouts, and you get to be the play caller. Yeah, but you 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 have uncertainty with the coaching. I mean, sure. with, with, with the ownership right now. And you, 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 don't know, you don't know if this coaching staff will be here after this year or even halfway through this year. Uncertainty of quarterback. Too. Yeah. So yeah. That, that I think you can't throw them the three at all. What would what would you say, Nate? Where do the commanders, where does the commander's offense coordinator opening stack up compared to the rest of these openings? Yeah, I I, I actually agree with you, JP, that despite all the turmoil and the questions, especially even at quarterback, I, ownership aside, just, just looking at the guys on the field, even with the quarterback situation, the amount of talent on this Washington team on offense, I think is just too good to overlook. You know, two good running backs. Uh, obviously, we need to upgrade the offensive line, uh, but the wide receivers and the tight ends, too, I, I just think are too special to say this team is bad. And if you want to be an offensive coordinator who can develop a young quarterback, if, if Sam Howell's the guy, like you have – a dude with great arm strength, some athleticism, and the ability to design a system around him. If we're saying right now, January 17th, he's the quarterback, we need to get an offensive coordinator in here by tomorrow and just start working a system with him, playing to his strengths, and and just going from there. I, I think this is a great opportunity. Uh, it, it's very sink or swim, obviously, because of the, the quarterback position is everything. And if you don't have one, you can be the best offensive mind in the world, but you can't make a guy read a defense and complete passes. So it, it, it's a high-risk, high-reward situation in Washington that I think a very smart, young offensive coordinator could take advantage of. Um, uh, San Diego, the Chargers are obviously a great spot because of Justin Herbert, but Brendan Staley is such a bad head coach. I, I it, it doesn't seem like he would be fun to work for. Like, he just... He's not a great head coach whatsoever. Not that Ron Rivera is, but Staley just, woof. 
my God, is he bad. Um, Jets. Yeah, but you're talking about Jets. all this talent we have at receiver. They want to run the ball two times and run, two to one. Well, they want to run it two run. to one. So what the hell that means? That's a good point. Beamish, I mean, that's, that actually, Beamish, if that happens, uh, we it, it will. didn't happen. And the coach that was calling him and he tried to call as many running plays as he can down the stretch, he got fired. If that actually happens, we will have such bigger issues on our hands that we'll probably go to jail for it. Like we're not going to run the ball two out of every three plays. That that's just an absurd thing to do in the modern day NFL. It's a passing league. It will stay a passing league. I I think Ron Rivera just says words and he doesn't even know what he's saying. He he just he leaves that press conference and he doesn't even remember the words that he just said. He just says stuff. So I, I'm not putting a ton of eggs into that basket. Uh, and he's not the offensive coordinator, so we'll bring in a guy who designs his own system. He's and whatever, whatever Ron said two weeks ago will be completely irrelevant, in my opinion. I, I it's just a gut feel. I think it's going to be Pat Shermer. I think they're going to interview a whole of bunch of people. But in the end, it's like, all right, who's going to take this job with all the uncertainty? Probably somebody that doesn't have a lot of other awesome options. And who does Ron really want when he boils it all down? Somebody he trusts. So yeah. that's a that's a hunch. We shall see. Trust or can control. Yeah, that's a, that's. I I don't know if it's necessarily. True. It, it might be both. It might be either or. Um, Nate, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about uh, the end of the Giants Vikings game and Kirk's decision to throw <laughs> a three yeah. yard out to the tight end, fourth uh, and eight, fourth Kirk. and eight with the playoffs on the line. What what'd you make of that throw? Man, I. I root for Kirk. He means so well. You know, he he was he he's a friendly guy. He doesn't have a harmful bone in his body. And then he he throws you know a three yard tight end out when with the game on the line. It's just I just Twitter gets on him. The pundits get on him. I just feel so bad for him. It's like Kirk, how how do you still 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 do this? I just want to give him a hug and be like, man, you just gotta just. When you know it's fourth and eight with the game on the line, just you gotta just remember or have someone in the huddle. We need an offensive lineman on whatever team he's on to always remind him, throw to the sticks. It's fourth and eight. It's <laughs> just I, I felt bad for him, but it, that's that's Kirk. You know, every every five years or so, there's a new Kirk that cycles in who just does something dumb all the time. Whether it's taking a knee instead of spiking the ball, which we saw he did, did in Philly. It's just Kirk's Kirk. He'll always be Kirk, but I still root for him because why not? I, I, if he wins one Super Bowl in his career, that would be fantastic. It would, it would just be so delightful to see Kirk Cousins win a Super Bowl. I don't think it'll happen, but I still root for the guy. Uh, last one, and I meant to ask this before the Kirk thing. How do you feel about the commander's offseason goal? I don't want to lead you here. I just, How do you mm-hmm. feel about the direction in this offseason right now? We're, I, I'll keep saying it. We're in purgatory. I don't expect a lot to happen as long as ownership is in flux like this. Uh, I, my friend JP Fenley uh, reported that the sale should be done. I believe he said by March, Could which be. is encouraging. There, there are a lot of people that hope that are thinking March. But no, I, I'm not expecting a ton. I, I, it also helps that we have a great nucleus on both sides of the ball and we'll be able to improve by, you know, getting the second tier and maybe even third tier free agents. And we'll, we'll be able to get some guys in the draft, but uh, I, I'm not expecting an onslaught of, of moves and changes. We, we need an offensive coordinator and maybe some of the, you know, positional coaches will go to other teams and we'll have to 
find some other guys. But besides that, I expect it outside of just normal Washington, you know, front office drama, which always takes the lead in any off season, there'll be more lawsuits. There'll be more weird dance Snyder things, but for the football personnel stuff, I'm not expecting a ton of fireworks. Appreciate your time as always, pal. Hey, I appreciate you guys a lot. That's our guy, Barstool Nate. Give him a follow at Barstool Nate. I got a Nate. phone number for you, Nate. Ooh, what is that? You got a what for me? A phone number. What's that? You mean? need some psychological help. You believe the stuff you be saying. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Life is about waking up and coping and just. No, nah, you got to learn how to stop <laughs> repeating the same things. That's how you it change is your life. It, is. it uh, just is what it is. Good luck changing your life. Dude. All right, man. Thank you. All right, that's our guy, Nate. Uh, when we return, should we open the phones? Jeff, you ready to work? 800-636-1067. MGM National Harbor listener lines are open. Here's the question. What was the harder game to watch? The Giants beating the Vikings? Or the Cowboys thrashing the Bucks? Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitch Finley. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.